0: and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Working Class Bowhunter Podcast starts in 3, 2, 1.
2: Episode number 104 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, coming to you via podcast from right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, right here in the Buckatorium in beautiful Sherrard, Illinois, population 640-some-odd. I am Steve, joined with Curt and Eric. Fellas, what's up?
1: Oh, not a whole lot. Just listen to you. Just roll through that intro. Nice yeah, and beautiful. Like. I
2: like that, man. It just, you just keep things
1: rolling. It was all right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.
2: Uh, we are the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We've been around for 104 episodes, so if you don't know, you better ask somebody. WorkingClassBowhunter.com.
1: Yeah. Oh, Facebook, social media. We're on. We're now on iHeartRadio. That's a new yes. thing. Yes. That is new. Um, yes. Which is cool. I don't it's know. exciting. I don't really listen to iHeartRadio. I've never had a need, but I know it's real popular and I think a
3: lot of people do listen to it though. Yeah, I think it's or it's growing at least for yeah. the po- on the podcast side cuz before it was just kind of like radio stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, I, if I it... believe
1: so like stations and stuff like that. Yeah, but... like if you had a had a favorite station
2: from like back home and you're out of town and you're like, "Ah, oh, these stations suck, but like back home it was good." Well, hop on iHeartRadio and, uh, you know, you can check it out. We're not, like, sponsored by them or anything. Don't think that's a pitch, but
1: it's super cool, and we're, like, super happy we're on well, there. it's another option to listen. So mm-hmm. what we did, uh, go to com and you go there. The main page has every listening option that we're aware of that we're on, or at least the most popular that are um, available for all formats, whether you have an iPhone, an Android, or whatever you have. There's a format on there where you can subscribe and kind of keep up to date with every episode.
3: Well, there's every episode on the website also.
1: Yeah, and or it's all there on the website. Yep. Good point. And you can scroll through every single one. I wouldn't go too far back, but they're all there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can go through and see all the guests that we've had. And even though I know sometimes they're hard to listen to because they're old and not relevant anymore, but there's some good guests there, and, you know, we they're, learned they're a lot. Worth it. They're worth it. Yeah, we learned a lot from people we've had on the show, and it's a good time. We, uh, It's always fun.
2: It's always a good time, and you know we're 104 episodes in. We couldn't do it without without all our uh, all our good friends over there. At HHA Sports, um, HHA Sports dot If you don't know about any of the HHA bow sites, do yourself a favor, look into them. I'm super happy. I've got my new hunting rig set up. Um, I've got the Optimizer Kingpin light on there. And, what you
1: got it on, Steve? What, do you get, what kind of got? <laughs> oh, I've got it on the Elite
2: Impulse thirty Uh I've been really, really happy with how that site's worked out. Um, you know, it, it's it's really the little things that kind of will get you by with how you know how good a product is. You know, instead of needing a light, uh, HHA is done where you can open up and it'll hit all the fiber optics and make that light glow almost
3: to the point where it's like too much. The you scope know, which has is, like a slide on it, so you can slide it in and out. To kind of, it kind of your, like your light.
2: Yeah, and it's the little things like that. You know, I don't have to buy anything. I mean, of course, you can buy you know things to like a, you, you can get a light adapter and things like that um, for it's other still, parts it still of has it a too. Hole
3: for a light, if you want to screw that on there.
2: Yeah, so I mean, that's a nice option. But like the fact that I don't have to have it, I, I, I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just
3: said that there's a stop for the twenty yard pin, so you just hit I it all that. the way down. I do love that because you don't awesome. have to worry about,
1: like you don't have to go like I had. I've had other brand single yep. pins before, and you can go like past
3: it. You can go past twenty, so this one's got a stop where you just dial it all the way down and it hits twenty right on.
1: Yep. Check out HHA uh, if you're shopping for a new
3: site or
1: you just want to upgrade. Um, Badlands Packs has uh, supported us for a while now. Um, great packs. We talk about them all the time. And they have the approach camo, um, which is they're, awesome.
3: Yeah, the, we have mentioned they're not just packs, too. They're yeah, camo, clothing.
1: They make tents. They have
3: sleeping bags, everything,
1: uh, um, so high I've, quality products backed by their warranty, which is lifetime warranty. And, you know, it's they back their product and believe in it. So and we believe in them.
2: I've got an awesome story about um, I took uh, I, I took my monster pack out and uh, I, I took it up in the up in the tree stand with me. Cause I was like, all right, you know, um, I'm setting some stuff up. I was checking cams. So I went up there and I was like, well, I kind of want to see how this sits, you know, while I'm in my stand. And I mean, I, I would say I don't recommend this, but they got a lifetime warranty. I sat there and like, it was basically like a lumbar support and it was the coolest thing ever. Cause I was like, you know what? Not only am I comfortable, I can sit here and, you know, dig in, relax, Sit on that, and I'm not worried if it breaks. They've got that lifetime warranty that I'm not worried about, and it's that it's that peace of mind. It, it, it's super cool. It's like you borrowed something to your buddies, so it really doesn't matter if it breaks because it it's just, not yours.
1: Badlands packs fat guy friendly. Yes, boom, fat guy friendly. Um, also, Smith's custom deets. Oh, de- de- deet. 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 you got the good deets Smith's over there? custom
2: detail. Apparently, he's working on cars now. <laughs> I need to drink some water. <laughs> they on bug spray now. It's got the deet in it.
1: <laughs> Smith's custom deets. <laughs> don't worry, we'll be super specific. Most podcasts would have edited that out, but we will not do that here on the Working yeah. Class hunter. Yeah, we, because we don't have that technology. The edge of the show. We don't have that Hollywood magic here. So tell me about um,
2: Smith's custom deets and more. <laughs>
1: Well, <laughs> well, I would, so,
2: but what I can't are they all talk. About? Smith's custom deets and uh, <laughs> Smith's custom meats and uh, deer processing, wonderful family-owned uh, operation. Great product Best in fun. Viola, Illinois. Great. Yeah, well, I mean, you provide the product; they provide the service.
1: But um, well, it's making your product go uh, further the extra than mile. Yeah, yeah extra it mile is. and further than what than what you expect with just the quality and the options they have for processing from breakfast sausage to jerky to what i mean whatever you can hear yeah. it's
3: meatloaf i mean whatever you oh, want the they got meatloaf.
1: it yeah it's awesome i'm looking forward to uh getting some deer back into uh the smith family i, I know ears. i'm run, i'm
3: running a little low right now so i'm glad he right I, around the corner
1: i hope to see him
2: you know
3: first week period of October.
2: <laughs> i hope to yeah. see scott period this season right um but uh yeah it, it's it's awesome if you're in western illinois and you can make it there without, uh, you know, without anything going wrong with your um, your
1: harvest. Go ahead and check it out. Definitely. Um, today on the show, our buddy Baker, this will be his third time on. And uh, we have a lot of catching up to do and see what we can get him talking about. He just went on a couple different hunts. And uh, we're going to get into detail about that. And uh, I guess we're uh,
2: going to. Before we get to that, though, we are going to do a vet shout-out. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and um, the vet shout-out this week, uh, we don't know the guy, um, but I follow him on Instagram, so go ahead and check him out. His name's Omar. Middle name is, uh nickname is Crispy. Oh, I don't want to butcher this. Avelia. And he's a U.S. infantry wounded uh, warfighter, so he's, like, lost his legs, and um, he was burned up pretty bad, but, like, he's super funny on Instagram. He's a hunter, too. Go check him out. I know he's got a GoFundMe. Uh, his Instagram is Crispy11B. Check him out on there. He's got Snapchat. Uh, go support the dude. I mean, he fought for our freedom, and, uh, you know, he's suffered. He's got some wounds, but he makes the best of it. I mean, his name's Crispy, and he was burnt up. You know what I mean? So love that guy. Thank you for defending our freedom, you know, and allowing us to continue to do this and continuing to do this podcast in English, so um
1: thank event for that too for sure thank you um but yeah we'll get baker on here and uh see what he's got to say it's always good catching up with him and uh he's a funny guy we'll get all his social media contact for you guys to give him to a follow, follow. it's yeah. well worth it it's random funny humor but it's one <laughs> of the ones you're just like okay yeah, i enjoy this um, oh, yeah. good dude so we'll get him on here and uh thanks for listening guys
2: on the phone with us uh, from Utah, a little bit of a change of scenery, we've got Baker Levitt from Kill Cliff. What's going on, buddy?
0: Not much, man. How you guys doing?
2: Oh, man, not as good as you, apparently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, just out here in uh, Salt Lake City at uh, Black Rifle Coffee, and been chasing out the past couple days, and... Uh now i'm trying to get a bunch of work done and just hanging out and shooting a bunch of videos and recording some stuff and um just trying to let my legs heal up from past few days of chasing elk up and down the mountain
2: well we're awfully glad we can be part of the uh awesome parts of your life so uh thanks for joining us again
0: yeah absolutely man i always enjoy talking to you guys
1: yeah this is the third time and uh baker i gotta say would cameron haynes be ashamed of you taking a day off resting your legs up or uh, what, what would you have to say <laughs>
0: Um, Cameron Haynes is a, a runner, an endurance, a cardio guy. I'm more of, like, a power guy, so, um...
1: Best answer you know, ever. he,
0: uh... He would be a... Yeah, it was, you know, like, it's, it's at altitude. They went 7.2 miles one day and then 9 miles the next, and, um... I mean, I just basically, you know, didn't train at all. Haven't been working out much since my powerlifting meet back in May. Yeah, here hear and, you. And, um... Just kind of, but you know, I just pinned my ears back and uh, just went after it. You know, walk slow and steady wins the race. That's that's what I learned uh, up and down the mountain. Just baby steps, not in yeah. a hurry, so, not in a rush. Yeah, but. the
2: side by side that you're in, is it getting a lot of miles on it then, or what's that? The 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 side by side. I assume you're out there in a vehicle. Is it getting a is it getting pretty beat up? My Subaru. No side by side, like a UTV. He's making That's a dumb comment. So
1: Ignore him. Because
2: <laughs> I know you're not I out there walking it.
0: Kind of it's echoing a little bit.
1: Is it? It's just Steve's awful voice. Um, <laughs> yeah. If I always said that if I wanted to kill Steve, I'd send him on an elk hunt. Um, just because th- the fitness part of it uh, would put him down in about <laughs> 30 minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, mi- <laughs> <I> wouldn't <laughs> even make it out of the truck. But, uh, Baker, I want to talk about you just went to Africa. I did.
3: What was that like? That's got to be an experience of a lifetime.
0: That was my second trip to Africa. Um, it was... I I liked this trip much more than my first trip. The first time I went, I was just focused on hunting and, you know, putting shit on the ground. And, you know, wasn't really... I mean, that's all I really cared about was, you know, like, getting this animal, getting that animal, getting this species, getting that species. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this trip was a little bit different because I'd been before. So I knew what to expect. So it was really exciting for me because I was able to kind of focus on being there and being in the moment as opposed to obsessing about just, you know, game count, you know? Um, Then I took a buddy of mine that had never been hunting before, uh, a a film guy, a camera guy. And, um, you know, that just made it even more fun because he'd never been uh, hunting and to see someone experience that, and then the group of people we went with, really good people, really good guys, saw some really crazy stuff go down, had a giraffe, uh, Cape Buffalo, you know, a handful of kudu, uh, gimsbuck, and then everybody got a zebra, wow, a blue be wildebeest, fun. an impala. Um, I got a blessed buck also, and then a warthog. So it was a package. Um, was the Diva S E D I B A niqui N K W E. Um, and it was a, the package for five species was twenty five hundred bucks.
1: Whoa, really? Dang.
0: Yeah. That's my first trip was eight thousand. And this trip was ten times better than my first trip.
1: And like it's incredible. I mean, that's really not yeah. near as expensive as someone would think. Right. Yeah, and and the coolest thing about this whole is you did it all
2: with a bow. Correct, and that is like you know there's a you know there's a lot of guys that will go out there and you know I'm not bashing if you shoot a you know shoot a critter with a rifle, but like you if you get it done with a bow like that is a hundred times you know more awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say radical, but that's uh, who uses that word.
1: Baker, what's that
0: experience yeah. like from the It was f- awesome. The place was set up for bow hunting. Um, hold on one second.
2: He's an important guy. Yeah, we are not the most important person on so, this guy's <laughs> the, this
0: place was set up for bow hunting and um you know, had water holes and these blinds were dug down in the ground and hard top. And um, you know, you just basically go out in the morning and the afternoon, you set up on these water holes and you know, everything would come in and you just, you're basically sitting there like staring at it. Like, you know, just going, oh my God, look at that, look at that. I mean, it was nuts, you know. Right. It was really wild. Um, and then, I shot the, the Zebra with a rifle. uh got a new Kimber Montana 30-06, which is awesome. And, um, uh, you know, used that on the Zebra, but everything else I, I did with my bow. My buddy Logan shot... A uh, couple of his species with the rifle, and then um, he used the bow on the other stuff. he never shot a bow until the third morning of our hunt. He's like, I'm going to try something with a bow. I was like, all right. And I was like, you know, here you go. You know, he, you know, tw- two shots at, you know, 20 yards he put right in the bullseye, and then um, first and second shot, and then his third shot, uh, he killed an impala. Fourth shot, he killed a big warthog.
2: Wow! And I bet he's hooked awesome. on archery now.
0: Oh yeah, he was super excited about it. So, Baker, like, what was your uh,
1: your favorite animal that you got to to take on that uh, trip?
0: It's the same. It was my favorite animal on my first trip, and it it's my favorite animal on this trip. That's an impala. Really? Really? Yep. I Absolutely, would think, my favorite animal. I, I would
2: think to, it'd be that uh, that warthog because I've got it pulled up on your Instagram, and that thing is gnarly looking. Uh, yeah,
0: I um, warthogs are cool. This place didn't have great warthogs uh, at all, but they did have um. My my blue wildebeest made the Roland Ward record book. My impala crushed Roland Ward record, also made SCI book, and then my blessed buck made SCI and Roland Ward. Um, awesome. Yeah, so he's got great impala, great. Blue wildebeest, um, and then that blessed book, I mean, I think the book is fifteen and a half. Mine was seventeen and a half. Um, That's awesome. So, what do you yeah, do with so, all these?
1: Did you keep any of them? Did you are you getting the mounts done, or what's your yeah? With so,
0: it? I'm getting the impala shoulder mounted. Uh, the blue wildebeest, I'm doing a, a rug, and a euro mount on the skull. Oh,
2: that'd be cool. The
0: zebra, the zebra, I'm doing a rug. Um, warthog skull. Bless buck, uh,
1: skull. I would think, you know, I always think about, you know, if I did an African hunt, safari, whatever, I would probably do the majority of them skull mounts like that, and then I'd do one or two yeah. shoulder like mounts. One shoulder mount, yeah. Um. Yeah, and, I,
2: I'm i guessing when you get those rugs, people will not be able to wear shoes in your house. Is
0: that, <laughs> well, you, <laughs> that's expensive uh, Yeah, rug. they um, don't really use them as an yeah, actual they, rug. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, the rugs. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go, but like I won't start seeing that stuff for, you know, six, seven, eight months. It'll no. take a while for that stuff to start coming in, yeah. Did, so um, you, did but, you do anything with you the know, Zebra? Uh,
2: rug.
1: You're going to do the rug? I, uh, I fell in uh, love with Zebra shoulder mounts when I went to taxidermy school, and that's one shoulder mount that I really want is a Zebra shoulder mount.
0: Yeah, the Zebra, I'm just doing the rug. Like, it wasn't like... I don't know, like you know, I have no desire to ever shoot another zebra. I'll just, I'll put it that way.
1: Really? Why is that? Yeah. I mean, what for? What
0: reason? Um, I, you know, just it didn't really do for me what you know what I thought it was. Um, it was cool and all, but it, it's like <clears throat> over there shooting stuff with a rifle from distance. Like, there's really no like connection with the animal. You know? It, yeah. It's, it's about at ninety yards.
1: Did so. you kind of feel like you were shooting a horse?
0: No, but there just there wasn't that pride and, and kind of sensation that you get from walking up on a a white tail or a turkey or you know, something like that. You know, it was different. Yeah. I can't really explain. No, I
1: I I I get that. Well, Baker, I'll be honest, a lot, I would say half of our listeners are probably thinking I don't really ever have the desire to go on an African hunt. It only intrigues like maybe 40 percent of the hunters out there. And then but it's like as you get more experience and you hunt long enough, you think about it, you're like man, Africa would be a really cool experience. It not would. not only the hunt but There's something the, different. Yeah, the culture, right. you know, the whole travel so, over there. Yeah, there's
0: the the one my main takeaway from this trip was I learned more about conservation and the effect. of overpopulation on this trip, like I got to see it with my two eyes Mm -hmm. and, you know, game management and how important it is, you know, because that's the worst drought they've had in 30 years in Limpopo, which is, you know, South Africa and about two miles south of the Botswana border. It's the worst drought they've had in 30 years. And like you're looking at these properties and like they can sustain 19 giraffes. I'm sorry, they can sustain eight giraffes and they got 19 on the property. Hmm. Well, the animals are suffering. So you can watch when animals compete for resources. Yeah. um, And then you see animals uh, that suffer, you know. So it was a very valuable learning experience. It was probably one of my favorite hunting trips of all time. And uh, I am absolutely going back um, this summer. No question about it
1: really see and yep. i I love that you touched on the conservation part of it because I know people that i mean let's be honest here, most people don't understand like why do you need to kill a giraffe? why do you need to kill a zebra because people are so ignorant to what goes on in Africa, and a lot of hunters' dollars in Africa is actually what saves those animals in Africa, and I don't think people realize that there's they don't so understand much it there's so much ignorance to it there's poaching's a major issue in Africa and
0: Oh, it's yeah. You uh, you outlaw hunting, poachers move in. Yeah, and everything. Oh, absolutely. You know? And I'm, I'm yeah. Gl- they and as over- you can tell on the way when you drive through, you know, communities over there and villages that have hunting concessions because they're thriving. They got food and wanting water and schools and the kids are happy. Versus going through a, a an area that doesn't have any hunting concessions and it's dirt and everyone's living in extreme poverty. You know.
1: Right, and I think that's really important, and people don't realize that. And I, I'm glad you mentioned the conservation part.
2: Yeah, oh no, no wonder hunting's evil. It provides people with basic necessities. Oh, that's evil.
1: Well, I mean yeah, that too, and you know a lot of people think you know with without hunters, without regulation, poachers would just wipe everything out. Conservation oh, is a valuable tool.
0: They've done it. In, I think Botswana they outlawed hunting in Botswana. the Botswana their shit lot. I mean it's you know poachers came in and just decimated everything it um you know it's weird like that little i don't know if you saw that girl that killed that giraffe in africa yep yep. right that was my rifle and i was about five feet from where that photo was taken
1: really
2: um
0: yeah i was out hunting with her dad the past few days here in utah um yeah ariana gordon yeah i was that was my kimber that she used you know what? Um,
1: I was literally right before this episode, Baker. I was looking at their Instagram, and I'm like, I got to get these guys on a podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, that's easy. I mean, I was with I was with them yesterday.
1: Well, shoot them a message. Tell me want to talk to them, and we'll just we won't yeah. we'll get we'll avoid the whole anti hunter thing, and yeah. we'll just talk about their experiences
2: because they're probably not going to anti hunters probably aren't going to say a whole lot to you. Like we we talk about this a lot. Like they it's like women oh, only. They yeah. Attack.
0: Wrong. Dude, guys, I, I I got tagged in a post. She made one post and tagged me in it and a couple other people on the trip. And I think I've blocked uh, three to 400 people on Twitter.
1: No shit. Uh, really?
0: Oh, oh, death threat. Which I don't take them as a threat. You know, it's like, oh, fucking kill you. It's like, first of all, you live in the U.K., Okay? <laughs> They're,
2: always... They're always British. I don't know what it is. It's always people from the UK. I don't
0: understand that. Because it is rainy there all the time and they don't have shit to do better. <laughs> <laughs> <So fucking shit. laughs> but it's like, you know, I'll fucking come over there and kill you. It's like, well, first of all, you live in the UK. You can't afford a plane ticket over here. And number three, you're too young to fly by yourself. <laughs> so why are you wasting both our time? I don't even know to them. I just block them and delete them. I'm not kidding. You're not even, oh, worried, that's, that's not even awesome.
1: worried about it. Oh, that yeah. Me.
0: So, geez, they um they did a an interview with uh, <laughs> Tommy Lauren. Tommy Loren, Yeah, yeah. Early, so they did an interview with her today. Um, they got interviewed by Pierce Morgan. Uh, oh, jeez.
2: Uh,
0: and he was like, you know, I see you have cats in your profile. Can you explain that? And she's like. I'm not allowed to have a pet cat because I hunt. Like I don't get it. And he's like, "Well, how would you feel if I came into your house and killed your cat and posed for photos with it?" It's like, is that a real question? Because that's fucking illegal, you dumbass. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, first of all, you're asking me what what do I think about you breaking into my home and killing my pet? That's illegal. You know, and here it, it's it's amazing to me the outrage that comes from People in, in foreign countries, like you have a 12-year-old girl from America that went to South Africa and legally shot a giraffe and then came back to her home in America. You live in the UK. Why are you outraged?
1: Right. It's so weird. and it It's one of those things where it's so ridiculous that it's almost pointless to get mad at it, but it, it should be addressed and talked about. Because it's it's pure ignorance is all it is is what it boils down to.
0: It's you know I just all these people that anti hunters it's like I know more about the animals that I hunt than you will ever know. Right. You Mm -hmm. tell me you're upset about. Tell me one thing about a giraffe. You're upset. You're pissed. You're threatening to kill a twelve year old girl. Tell me one thing about a giraffe besides the fact that they're tall. And they have brown spots. <laughs> and they couldn't tell you anything. They don't know anything. They're just talking shit. Well, yeah. I, th-
3: I think one of the biggest reasons too is because, you know, a lot of these animals you see in zoos. You know, so it's like, oh, you know.
1: Well, it's it's the zoo thing and a lot of it, if you really break it down, it's cartoons. People develop <laughs> Yeah. What's that term? I always forget it where they put Pyrastatic megafauna. Yep. Boom, yeah. he's on well, it. He
3: is on top of it.
0: Yeah, they um well, anthropomorphism and then there's charismatic megafauna. And the father of of, of anti hunting is Walt Disney. Like, he came out with Bambi in 1969. That's when the, the anti hunting. Hey, babe,
1: you're getting kind of started. hard to hear, buddy.
0: Oh, uh, so in 1969, he, he made Bambi, and that was when the anti hunting movement began. Right. So. Yep. And if you guys remember that movie, like the hunters burned down the woods trying to get Bambi's father and mother. Have any of you ever heard of a hunter setting woods on fire to try to get something?
1: Like <laughs> what? That's, that's a complete opposite of what hunters are. Yeah, that's
2: that's burning down timber that you could hunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's ruining yeah, your hunting property. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the whole thing, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous, man. These people are crazy as hell. Well,
2: Walt Disney Uh, Disney was a crazy leftist who, you know, hated people of the Jewish faith. So, you know, it doesn't doesn't surprise me that he would hate hunters. You know, somebody that, you know, the dude was nuts.
0: But if you look at it this way, people have been hunting on uh, North America, and they've been hunting for, what, 1,500 years? 15,000 years, 15,000, like, going back to the Ice Age and all that stuff, uh, uh, caveman and stuff, you know. The whole anti-hunting movement is, is what? It's less than 50 years old. Oh,
1: yeah, oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, it's a new it, thing.
0: It's a very new thing, you know, and it's, it, I just, I just don't understand it. You know, it's like.
3: It's another thing for these people to grab onto and run with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, to be upset about. Well, right.
1: it's also just, it's a it's a pure ignorance thing and a disconnect is what it is. And and it's hard for me to even conversate with people like this. Cause I'm like, you're so far removed of what you could be experiencing in our natural world that it's hard for me to even have a conversation with you about fucking anything. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, know. and it just, I, I mean, ba- I don't know you Baker, you you're so well-spoken that you're just a good spokesperson for it. You've experienced another country. You've seen conservation in another continent Um and you're well versed. I mean, you're you have a lot to do with people in the media. You were out hunting with this girl, this twelve year old girl, that's getting death threats from anti hunters, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, who threatens a little kid? Well, a lot of anti hunters. Uh, well,
2: I mean, you know, we all have our moments, but you know what I mean. It's just <laughs> there's
0: there's three there's three underlying themes in anti hunters. Number one, if you look on their profile and go through their photos, there's a, they're, they're cat people. Alright, they
1: have cats. Yep. I'm a cat person.
0: Number two <laughs> no I I think I love cats. I think cats are badass. Number two, they're from uh England or the UK. Yeah, right? Yep. That's number two. And number three is pornography. In some capacity they either follow or try to engage with pornographers, they retweet them, or their insults are based around sexuality. So you know
2: what? Yes. Like, yeah.
0: Trust me, I had every... For the first couple of weeks when we came back from Africa, every single person that talked shit to me on Twitter or whatever, I would look through their profile and read some of their stuff. And, like, it got to the point when some of the stuff I was seeing was so just... Made my stomach wretch That I just... I was like, you know what? what when a... I get a Twitter notification, someone's talking shit, I'm just going to block them. And right. And I'm not going to look at their profiles because I don't want to... I mean, it was just, like... The lowest forms of life. I mean, like you know, these people are
1: just vile. I, I, I noticed bleh. that with the uh, um, what's with the, the connection between the cat the, and the porn and the I, UK thing? Is here, they just... Here's
2: what I, I don't know. Like, the, who's the guy that um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel? I remember when um, when uh, the the dentist shot the lion. Oh, since we're on it, fuck
1: Jimmy Kimmel too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck him.
2: But you know, when when, uh, when he, I remember when he said something like, uh, you know, he was like fake crying. He's like. Why would you shoot the line? You know, do you got to feel like a man? Do you, Can you not get it up? And it was so weird that, like, this leftist group will do everything they can to protect sexuality in any form, whether it be, you know, you want to you get a sex change, um, you know, whatever you're into. They'll protect it until you hunt. Then they will make fun of not only your size and if you can't get it. And I, I don't understand that. Like, why is it okay to target hunters via their sexual orientation? And then break and, us down personally. And then break us down personally, and then they go after women. So it's like, okay, you are the ones who are sitting there that's saying, you know, rape is so bad and don't ever make fun of somebody because of their sexual choices. Then you attack a 12-year-old girl or you go after women exclusively?
0: I Yeah, I, or like there, there was a lot of uh, those psycho tweets are like oh yeah all these guys were passing her around or you know like like th- that was a theme like there's a huge huge theme with like bestiality and sex organs and like just really crazy stuff and it's like
1: it's really what? sick on their part it just shows like what kind of people they really are deep down and yeah. i feel like yeah as sick, so as sick as and, no.
0: and this was I mean, I've had people talk shit to me on social media about, you know, posting pictures with animals, but, like, this whole thing with Africa, it's just kind of like I will never engage an animal rights activist. I will never engage an anti-hunter. Like, there's nothing they can do or say to upset me. Like, you know, I just move on, whatever, you know. Honestly, Um,
1: Baker, when we started this podcast, we were planning on having a – like an anti hunter, like a, like a we we're going to make comedy out of anti hunters because we <laughs> thought we'd get hate for having a podcast exclusively about yeah. bow hunting.
2: Well, we used to do because we didn't get enough hate comments. So I used to go <laughs> troll the web and like find stuff that people said. And then I would write my own stuff and you would try to guess if it was real or fake. And you could never really figure it out because it, it's that, that ridiculous. It's that bizarre. But we oh, are. Yeah. We honestly have read
0: some of the craziest shit.
1: Oh well, yeah, well I mean maybe because we're exclusively as of now white tail, turkey, you know what like, you know Midwest animal hunters. Right. I thought um, you were gonna say white
2: trash. White trash. <laughs> I know, that too. Um, we'll hear that. We haven't got a lot of
1: hate, maybe because it's like the run of the mill deer, or in their eyes the run of the mill turkey. And it's funny, like, but once you kill a coyote, then all of a sudden there's an issue. Yeah. Um, like coyotes are always a big thing. Like. I've had anti hunters, vegetarians tell me that um, coyotes and wolves are endangered, and that we shouldn't be killing them. And my response is, "You're so far from the truth. It's hard for me to even conversate with you right now.
3: I won't even talk to him. It's like it's not even worth my time. Yeah, you want to well, just walk away. I mean, the you thing wanna... with the
0: wolves, So there was. I have a friend in Washington moving, and in Washington, they elected to take out. I think it's the north, one of the northeast packs of wolves because they're, <clears throat> you know, taking out some cattle and stuff. Like, and for, for the Department of Fish and Wildlife, you know, the game department to go in and take out a pack of wolves, I mean, like, they've got to be doing some serious damage, you know? Yeah. And all these people, they're like, this is not okay. Like, you know, like, I can't believe this farmer's being so greedy. And it's like, what? Let me come into your house and take a couple of your televisions or let me take some tires off your car. Yeah, and then you they got to buy
2: them and it's like, "Why are they being greedy?"
0: <laughs> yeah, cuz it's if you look at it like, like livestock for example, like wolves, so which is in my opinion the ultimate when it comes to charismatic megafauna cuz wolves are badass looking and the way they're depicted, you know, and um <clears throat> you know they just they if you take a cow and a cow has calves and if one of those calves is another, you know, if it's a cow, not a bull, it'll have a ca- another calf. And it's it's a, it's a reproducing resource yeah. um, for the farmer. It's his income and it's his money and it's his livelihood. And here these people are that are like outraged that they're taking out a pack of wolves because it's killing livestock. Well, you know what happens to wolves after they get done with livestock? They start to move on to other stuff. You know
1: what I mean? Right. Well, they and, kill for fun too. That's yeah. Something.
0: They, I mean, yeah. Most
2: oh, time yeah. they just let it. go. Yeah, people, people don't understand
1: that. Well, and,
2: you know, they're
0: the only animal that I'm aware of that actually that does that. That goes out and kills
1: for fun. Well, I think tigers do too. Is what I've heard. I, I don't know for sure. I mean, I I'd, thought maybe bears. There's a no, couple bears, bears that I thought they bears killed. Don't. I've never heard that. I heard no, wolves, wolves and uh wolves and tigers hunt for fun. That's what I've heard. Which is yeah about
2: so I don't know why anti hunters aren't like threatening the the pups you know like oh, I'll kill that wolf well, pup. they yeah, don't I... they, they
1: don't know enough and that's the thing like well huh. one of my favorite people that um kind of st- talks about wolves in a in a very honest way talks about like the beauty of a wolf, but yet the honesty of it that it is a destructive animal, yes, it's a necessity to the ecosystem but it can it can be very destructive. Joe Rogan talks about yeah. you know they're awesome, they're badass, but they also kill a lot of shit and they hunt for fun for no and reason and they can really just mow through. Yeah, like yep. elk, you know, in certain areas where there's wolves and elk and the elk calves are born, they you know wolves run through. Oh, they
0: they've wrecked the Idaho elk population.
1: That bad? They huh? put oh
0: my god, they put uh, I think it's like. Forty or fifty or sixty percent of all Idaho outfitters out of business. Whoa!
3: Wow! Ooh, I didn't. Like, we, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's and that came from a guide, Dale Denny, who owns Bear Paw Outfitters, uh, who's been guiding for over thirty years, and you um, know, just a straight shooter, older dude, super calm, super laid back, doesn't get excited. He's not manic or anything. Very stable, and like he was like, "Yep," yeah, because they absolutely decimate. He's like they in Idaho. I think Idaho's been hit the worst of all states. Wow, in my opinion, that's what I—that's what I've heard. You know, that doesn't um, get
1: talked about near enough as it should. That's a big well, problem.
0: Expect yeah. I think one of the problems is you can't expect hunting to regulate a game species such as a wolf because the wolf is so hard to hunt. Like yeah, I've just heard they are absolutely just damn near impossible
3: to hunt. Well, they're smart. I, and mean, they're, I mean, they're nocturnal, kind of yeah. like a coyote, too, aren't they? I think so. Well, I mean, coyotes yeah. are hard to hunt in Illinois. Yeah, you know? right. imagine a wolf. I mean, most of the time they're nocturnal, too. They'll do a lot of their hunting and killing at night. hmm and in packs. So right.
0: My, here's my thing. on That book, uh, Coyote America by Dan Flores, you guys should read that. Coyote yep. America by Dan Flores. Okay. And... Uh, it it's one of those Stephen Rinella connections and like he was on his podcast and like I was just enthralled <clears throat> listening to this guy. He was basically saying if you want to get rid of your coyotes or coyote control don't kill them. Because what happens you kill 10 coyotes you'll have 20 the next year. And one of the things that I was fascinated is like when you hear coyotes howling at night they're doing it. They're taking a census, and what happens? I don't remember the name of the, the medical terminology, but if the, the the census is off, it'll trigger within those within the, the, the females, and instead of it'll increase their lyric sizes will increase. Whoa!
3: Because because they're, they're, just because their pack is down, they don't get that right. Exactly. Yeah, yes.
0: You read the book. Um, excuse me. Read the book and listen to that. That
3: Renella podcast and it'll blow you away. I was just like, okay. I mean, it, it, wow. It, whoa, it, know that. that's it, like opposite of what you would expect. And that is the that is probably the weirdest noise you'll ever hear. If you hear a pack of coyotes walking out of the woods, it just your oh. your hair stands up on the back of your neck. And yeah, it, So oh, yeah. I've heard it my entire childhood
0: in Georgia. I mean, just my entire childhood.
3: Well, I've had them last season. I had them
1: howl around me in the dark while I was in the stand. Like I must have gotten the stand thirty minutes later, still in the dark had a pack run up around me and started howling around me, and I jumped out of my skin,
0: Well, man. See, see, they'll
3: howl, and they'll kind of yip, too. Yeah, it's like a yip,
0: yip, 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 yip,
3: <laughs> Perfect. You did it right at the perfect time. That's yeah, exactly yeah, now, what it's like. Yeah,
0: college won't mess with humans. Like, that's not something you need
1: to worry about. Right, right. Wolves, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have enough experience with them, honestly. I don't
3: think I've ever even seen a wolf in life in person. You know, there's the
1: rumors <laughs> yeah. in our area in the Midwest, like oh, all wolf migrated from yeah, wherever. But yeah, um, here uh, let let's switch. Uh, I want to switch. I, I want
2: to sw- uh, yeah. switch gears. Yeah, I want right. to say that right, um, Baker. Before you went on your Africa hunt, um, you did a pack out. I want you to talk a little bit about the Ready Man. Um, Situation they got going on. Uh, I, I watched a video; it was super cool. I want you to tell our listeners all about it.
0: So, Ready Man is um, it's Rory. He's a Black Hawk pilot, and Jeff who's an XSF, XSF guy, and then Logan uh, a scout sniper, a Marine Scout sniper, and um, they just put out like tons of helpful, useful, useful information. Um, they also have another site called ManHacks. No space, M A N H A C K S, Manhacks, man hacks. Um, and they just put out all this useful information. You know, it's like uh, do a lot of cool stuff. Really fun guys to be around, and just a really wide, vast knowledge base. Um, and they have a a paid a member a paid member site uh, where you can get behind and see all way more stuff than you see in uh, front of the wall. So like you might you guys might want to think about joining. Cause I mean, they put out some awesome, awesome information, especially on their. And then also check out their ready made, uh, ready man, Twitter. Um, those blogs they put out every other day. Those are fantastic.
1: For sure. All right. We'll follow those. And, uh, I think Steve's getting on that right now. Yeah, on I'm phone. on their.
2: Uh, I'm on their Instagram, and uh, now they. Um, we'll link that into the description yeah, of the we'll, episode. We'll, yeah. we'll put that on. I, I remember Italy, I was checking it out, and the guys that uh, you were dealing with, and they're a veteran-owned company, correct? Correct. Or yeah, you said they're a scout sniper. Okay, so even better, even better. That's you know that that's reason enough to support them, but they've got this. Um, I, I've been seeing this thing, and it, it's like it's the Ready Man card, and they've got like this wallet holder. And it, it it's as thin as a wallet, but it's like cut out. To, you know, if you ever get like a model car,
0: you can it's get a some credit card. Uh, yes. size survival. They have a they have a dozen of those. Um, and um, you know, the whole premise behind Ready Man is like being ready for anything and everything. And it's teaching skills and survival skills and like you know just do knowledge stuff. It's like um what is it uh what what does he call it he he said it's it's like this but for dudes um like I can never remember that.
2: pinterest for dudes or
0: yeah it's like yeah pinterest for dudes but it's something else <laughs> Yeah, that's a good um yeah thing. yeah just check it out i mean it's just ready man is great and then black rifle coffee um yeah, I want you to get into Austin detail Brown. about
1: them guys because yeah. I've been obsessed with those dudes lately. on Their social videos media. are amazing. <laughs> the be- The best all American and if veteran owned, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. obvious and it's pretty obvious. But it's uh, I love all the videos they put out, and I see you in their <laughs> videos every now and then, Baker. And I'm like, I- yes, that guy's been on our podcast. Yep. Yeah, no, no, they um, yeah. So like
0: Evan, and then there's like you know Matt Bass and JT and yep. Rocco and Article 15 and all those guys. They're all just funny dudes. They're all super talented, extremely creative, and they're all just—they're great to hang out with, you know. And they like to do a lot of cool stuff, and they figure out, you know, how to make people laugh and just being themselves. They do a really good job. I mean, it's—it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a ton of fun. in Them, um, you know, Black Rifle Coffee. It's their coffee is—it's ordered, made to order. So you order it, you place your order. They roast it and ship within forty-eight hours. So, super fresh coffee. Um,
1: it's amazing. Yeah, I want. I got to get some <laughs> of that, man. I've, I've uh, every time I see it, I'm like, it's just their their marketing and the way they do things is just it's pure American. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, like, when I see you, those videos they put out, I'm like, that's the type of people that I'm like. That's America. That's it what. Is. That, that's what. It's pure that, American. Yeah, that's what should represent us. Like. One, people in other countries, like, I just picture ISIS going, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they watch those videos. And it's just, they just seem like cool yeah, they, guys. We did,
0: um, we filmed one today with Man Spot. The Man Spot.
2: Oh, dude, I love up. that dude. Yeah.
0: yeah. We did one today that's pretty funny. It should be, I know, hopefully it'll go tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, it's great. He's awesome. He's actually on the way back now. That's, I got a, we've been on for. I got one minute left and I gotta hop off but he's pulling up now all
2: right um, well, let's do this say hey, hey tell him I love his Instagram and uh he's awesome uh
0: my Instagram is black Baker uh and then um on uh Twitter uh just look me up at uh just Baker Levitt. look my name up on Twitter it'll pop up that's where I kind of pull the most and say the most ridiculous stuff but um yeah Kilcliffe. And uh, Drink Company, check out
1: Kilcliffe. And that's it, guys. Cool. Baker, stick around on the phone real quick. I know you got to run here real quick. But, uh, everyone, thank you for listening to the episode. Hope you enjoyed. Um, if there's someone you want to hear on, shoot us a message, something you want us to cover, message us. com. Anything else you guys want to add real quick? No, nope. let's get Thanks out of again, here. Thanks again, man. We love you. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Later.